Coke and Pepsi, there is a video game based on the Japanese mascot for Pepsi Cola. I didn't even realize the Japanese had a mascot. Called Pepsi Man. So in Japan, there's a mascot called Pepsi Man, who is a spandex-wearing yeah, gentleman with a, so the sort of silver and blue color scheme. Right, right. Split down. It's a spandex suit. And uh, he's Pepsi Man. And it's like, Pepsi Man! And he goes around and he, like, brings, I think, carbonation to things. Because he'll run around and he'll be like... Back to Digitally Distracted, I am Game Dave. I'm Gerald. And it's time for another episode. It has been quite a while since we've actually met up to shoot some episodes. So long, in fact, that the chairs have changed if you're watching the video version. <laughs> they've molted. Yes, they've molted as my face has molted with this possibly a mistake beard that I'm rocking here. I don't know if I'd say it's a beard. I'd say it's a smattering of... I think it's a beard. It looks a lot more like, let's just say, it looks a lot more like downstairs hair than upstairs hair. <laughs> That's all I'll say about that. But let's talk about the topic, you know, because our audio fans, they have no idea what we're talking about. Right. Because they can't see it. It's true. So our topic today actually comes from a viewer comment slash question on the Twitter. Okay. Uh, from Star Wars Wedding. Hmm. Star Wars Wedding is the Twitter handle. Who said, hey, Dave and Gerald, your show is magnificent. Correct. <laughs> I'd love to hear you talk about any ideas you've ever had for new original video games. What would you guys make? Or what would you have wanted to make as a kid? Thanks. And as a as an example of what Star Wars Wedding would make. Oh, in an oh my gosh. I love <laughs> Are you are you putting an image of that? Frasier. I love that show, Frasier. Star Wars Wedding. Love. It's one of my favorite shows. <laughs> Frasier for the Super Nintendo Entertainment System. That would be a game. You know, there's a little chit-chat uh, th that they may bring that series back. Frasier? Yeah. Uh, I think Kelsey Grammer's given some interviews. If you're out there, Kelsey, leave some comments, please. Yeah, big, big fan of yeah. Digitally Distracted. Um, I guess they're waiting for the, the right sort of plot or situation sort of bring everybody back your Why classic everyone... time jump exactly exactly because right. who was now i was not a big viewer of frasier mm -hmm. back in the day uh i was more of a seinfeld guy mm. but with frasier so it was it was him and his brother right yes and then was it the dad the father is he still alive no he actually just passed away i think in the past year or two man so that sucks they yeah he was my favorite character i think i adored his character mm. so i wonder if that could be part of how they get into it that's what i was thinking started at that passing because he did he live with them or live he, with did, them? he did he did he, he lived with fraser yeah yeah and then okay. until until uh the very end he got married remarried um and sort of niles and daphne got together they had a baby so there there was you know and i think uh fraser actually ended up moving to san francisco i believe Hmm. for a new sort of radio job. So, um, yeah, so. Well, there you go. Right. So that's going to do it for our Frasier podcast yeah. for today. Right, right. But no, that'd be a really cool game, you know? Like, that's. I guess. Love, but... the, love the artwork, too. <laughs> yeah, nice Star artwork Wars on the that Photoshop. Was, but yeah. how would you, I don't even know how that game would play, which reminds me of another licensed game, which we'll talk about in a little bit. But I, I'm not sure how that would go. How would you get into that? Well, from what I'm just shooting from the hip here, okay. I'm, I'm thinking a, a lot of that show is based on, you know, comedy of errors. Um, so there's some sort of mix up or something. So I, I could see it being like a point and click similar to point and click adventure. Yeah, yeah, I could see that um, kind of like the, the Back to the Future game. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. So which is definitely more liked than the old NES Back to yeah. the Future games for sure. Yeah. So I could see that working. I I. I could I could say a lot about that. I might have to save that for a future video, but okay. I'd like to talk about the Back to the Future games in general because they've been 
I don't know how to explain it. They're, they've gone into a lot of different directions, and of course, the point and click seem to make the most sense, right? In the sense of telling like a Back to the Future four story, because it's considered maybe it's considered canon. I don't know. I know that Bob Gale was involved in the the point and click adventure game, so I don't know if it's considered official that that's what happens mm-hmm. after Back to the Future three. I don't know. We can get into that in the future. So our topic really from the Star Wars wedding. That's a very odd username, but uh, it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> is really what you know? Original games would we want to see? So to start off, the Frasier idea started me off on this path of thinking about licensed video games. Because mm. when you're trying to think of what would be a, a cool video game, a lot of times you're like, "Ooh, a game based on this right. or a game based on that." And there right. have been a lot of there's been good licensed games. There's also been a lot of stinkers, mostly yeah. stinkers when it comes to licensed games and i have a couple of them i thought we could just talk about yeah briefly. sure some that you may or may not be familiar with some i wasn't familiar with but i was hmm. just looking around about licensed games that tried to just just break in to the gaming market uh jaws there mm. were a couple of jaws games mm-hmm. uh, on the nes there was a jaws game where you were uh a human going through avoiding jaws s- swimming around and scubaing it was really bad really not that great of a game but then in 2006, they made Jaws Unleashed. I don't know if mm. you saw this. This was like PS2 era, I believe. And you were Jaws Unleashed, and you were just eating people. What a, what a weird... Sinking fishing boats, things like that. Right. That seems like it'd be more fun, honestly. Yeah, I, it, if you're going to make a Jaws game, that would be the way to go. I also would not have ever thought, you know what, let's license Jaws out and make a game based on it. Mm. And it's funny how many games were made based on licenses that don't make sense. Mm. Like, the one that first came to my mind when I saw that Frasier cover art was the Home Improvement Super Nintendo game. Do you know about this? No. So there was a Home Improvement Super Nintendo game, uh, Power Tool Pursuit or something like that. And uh, (laughs) how would you make, since you don't know about it, how would you make a Home Improvement video game on the Super Nintendo? What would the, the genre be? What would be the style? What would be the type of game? Wow. Um, would it, be, it wouldn't be a driving game, obviously. No, 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 no. What no, no, kind no. of game would it be? Um, yikes. It would probably <laughs> be a platformer. Just, you know. It was a platformer. Mm. And <laughs> because. And now, now I, I say that if you didn't, you know, detect the uncertainty in my voice there, I wasn't thrilled with that idea. Mm. Um, I wouldn't want to play that, but just as far as. It's the most logical yes, idea yes. because you have what was at the time one of the most popular television sitcoms mm-hmm. and like, okay, we're going to make this in a video game. They're not going to be hanging around at the house talking about issues. Right. So they had to figure something out. So they took the tool time setting, mm-hmm. you know, which was their tool show where a lot of crazy things would happen, wacky wild. And it's a platform game where you are Tim Allen's character, Tim Taylor, and you are going through various stages and you're using improvised tools as weapons, so it were improvised weapons, which are based on tools, mm-hmm. and you know, attacking dinosaurs and stuff like that. Now that might not make sense. How is he fighting dinosaurs? The idea, I believe, I haven't played it in a long time, but I believe the idea was Tim Taylor is going through the different sets at the studio, oh. which basically allowed them to have anything happen yeah. in the platforming stages. Yeah. So, and I believe one of them was like a prehistoric, I think one of the earliest stages is a prehistoric stage. You have like a nail gun and you're shooting at dinosaurs mm-hmm. with a nail gun. So I don't know if they're supposed to be guys in costumes as dinosaurs or if they're like animatronics that have gone crazy right. on set. Kind of crazy. Yeah. Uh, that was a game I that mean, happened. It's, it, that's actually not a bad idea as far as what your options are like that seems yeah the licensing of home improvement did not need to happen though no oh no 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 but 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 if you're going to do that (laughs) that seems like the most plausible kind of possible option yeah fast food games Hmm. there's a lot of licensed fast food or restaurant now were these the ones that would like come in the happy meals or whatever because i feel like wasn't that a thing where you get a disc sometimes there were sometimes discs there were demo discs i think at like pizza hut back in the day the playstation era but there were the burger king xbox games that's what i'm thinking that's what of. you're thinking of. that's what i'm thinking of. and those were i believe only uh accessible at i think maybe gamestop had them at some point but i think you could get them at burger king. yeah i'm pretty sure and they were xbox exclusives i think i actually got one i never played it 
Like, but I think I got one. Like, what the heck is this? Yeah, I think I have one of them. Maybe this. There was a uh, a little cart racer. Mm. There was a sneaking like thief style. Yeah, game. with the king, right? Sneak like king, sneak, sneak king. king. That's what it was. And you would go around as the Burger King. I don't know if you were stealing burgers or what you were doing. Uh, you know, just like shovelware level. Yeah, 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 yeah. Games. Yeah. Uh, I think some people actually like those games though. But that what a weird thing to make. You know, licensed games, right. super weird. There was also the McDonald's games. There was the NES one, MC Kids or Mick Kids. I don't remember that one. As a kid, I always called it MC Kids. I had it, and uh, but it's Mick Kids, obviously, because mm-hmm. McDonald's. Mm-hmm. And you're going around these different worlds helping Ronald McDonald. Right. Very weird. But yeah, Mick Kids, you had uh, Treasure Land Adventure, which was on the Genesis, which was you were playing as Ronald McDonald. It was wow. just a really good platformer with really cool boss fights. Hmm. It's actually good. I need to pick that game up. I don't think I have that one. Let's see, what are the, some of the other ones I have down here? Uh, Yo Noid. This one I have. You remember the Noid? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, the old Yo Noid. That, that was Domino's, right? Uh-huh, Domino's, Domino's. Yo Noid. Don't let the Noid get the uh, your pizza. I think Andy was my favorite mascot of Domino's Pizza, but I do remember the Noid. Andy. Did, tell me about Andy. I Andy was Andy. the monkey. Wow. See, we were not a Domino's family. Mm. We were a Little Caesars family. Old Little Caesars, which was much different than Little Caesars is now. Interesting. I think. I think because it wasn't like Little Caesars now is known for being like the cheapest yes pizza oh yeah back in the day I don't think it was was I it don't, I don't remember I we were never a Little Caesars family so I don't okay think about remember it. we were You're better uh, than me no we no, little, no we were a we Betsy Ross family oh okay yeah it was really obscure <laughs> local yeah yeah well, my grandparents were Betsy Ross uh, grandparents uh-huh. uh, but Little Caesars and Pizza Hut Pizza Hut was the if you go out to eat pizza you go to Pizza Hut mm, if right you, if you're right. picking it up we picked it up from Little Caesars yep. I never got Pizza Hut takeout really. Till we got older. Anyway, Yo Noid, mm-hmm. which was another platforming game where for the NES, you play as the Noid, mm-hmm. and it's actually just a reskin of a Japanese Famicom game. Hmm. Yeah, gets, gets really weirder. weird. Gets weirder, Gerald. Uh, how do you feel? Are you a Pepsi drinker or a, a Coke? I'm Coke. Coke or Bepis? Yeah, I'm hands down <laughs> Coke. Used to be Pepsi. Was raised in a Pepsi household. Now I was, I was the first to go Coke, and I think my my family my parents uh everyone in the family i think have since gone coke for for different reasons or i went through three cycles okay so grew up in a coke house mm-hmm. <laughs> wait right <laughs> grew up in a coca-cola family uh-huh. my mom obsessed with coke cannot kick it she her doctor's like you have look joyce joyce game joyce game joyce you have got to stop drinking coca-cola mm-hmm. it's, you're getting it's really bad for you. your your body cannot take it you got to stop and then uh, her response, of course, nah, I can't, I can't, I can't, can't, sorry. Mm-hmm. So she just cannot, she like, will cut back, she'll try to replace it with another drink. Just, did, now, does she draw, right does she in. drink Diet Coke or? She tried Diet Coke and it's still, I don't know if it's the. I could go for a Coke I don't right think now, it's, Dave. I know, now I'm like <sighs> drooling for Coke. Right. Is this? It's. Mm, no. No, it's not, it's not going to cut it. I need that sweet, sweet oh, nectar. It's just water. Uh, but I was actually, grew up in a Coke house. Coke family. <laughs> then I switched to, for some reason in high school, I became obsessed with Pepsi. Drank Pepsi for the longest time. And I would I had a mini fridge, and this is when I lived at home. I had a mini fridge okay. in my house, full, it was just Pepsi. It's the same with college too, right? Was it college Pepsi? Yes. Then I went to college down south for a couple semesters. And when I was down there, there was a vending machine in our hall, and it had this drink called Vault. Yes. And I was like, Get to it. what is that? Yes. Kick, uh, drinks like soda, kicks like an energy drink. Mm-hmm. I was like, let me try this. And it was amazing. Everybody great like, great commercials. Everybody's like, ah, it's just Mountain Dew mixed with Mellow Yellow. It's like, no, 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 no. Vault is a totally unique drink. It's just a remake of Surge. Nah, it's different. It's different than Surge. And I became obsessed with Vault. Went back home after that couple semesters in the college I went to down south. That's a mini fridge full of Vault. Vault, made by Coke, same company. And then for some reason, when I stopped drinking vault i went to coke and i lost the taste for pepsi interesting so when coke pepsi vault coke right Hmm. back to it isn't that weird that is weird i wonder if it's because vault was such a stronger like syrupy Hmm. flavor and that that coke was a better transition back to cola i don't know than pepsi but now i can't like pepsi just has this weird taste to me it's just it's not sweet enough coke is just see i think i feel like pepsi's sweeter hmm but I've also heard this, and by heard this, I think this, that Pepsi is the is the preferred cola of smokers. Really? I've heard that before. I've, you know, I've done my own 
non-scientific survey of people, and I feel like they prefer Pepsi if they smoke or have smoked. Interesting. Cigarettes, that is, which I don't condone. I'm going to start doing some kind of reconnaissance on that. See if people that smoke prefer Pepsi or Coke. That's very interesting. Because most of the people that don't smoke prefer Coke that I've spoken Hmm. to. Interesting. But I could be way off. Viewers, let us know in the comments. Do you think, which do you prefer, Coke or Pepsi? Right. This is the big poll. (laughs) And do you think smokers prefer Pepsi or Coke? Or does it not matter? No. Maybe it's just in my head. I don't know. But like my my mom's side of the family, a lot of smokers on that side, mm-hmm. a lot of Pepsi drinkers. Interesting. A lot of Pepsi drinkers. Interesting. So if you have forgotten, this is about video games. <laughs> <laughs> and the reason I brought up that is Why because are we here again? Coke and Pepsi, there is a video game based on the Japanese mascot for Pepsi Cola. I didn't even realize the Japanese had a mascot. Called Pepsi Man. So in Japan, there's a mascot called Pepsi Man, who is a spandex-wearing yeah, gentleman with ow. a so the sort of silver and blue color scheme. Right, right. Split down. It's a spandex suit. And uh, he's Pepsi Man. And it's like, Pepsi Man! And he goes around and he, like, brings, I think, carbonation to things. Because he'll run around and he'll be like... And it's like, uh... Pepsi. It's very weird. But there were... I guess you would call them like infinite runners. Yes, yes, yes. On yes, cell phone yes, games, yes, these yes. were like the PlayStation era, early PlayStation era, and you were just running as Pepsi Man and just avoiding obstacles to deliver delicious. That actually kind of makes sense in a number of ways. You know, I mean, if he's running, he's got the caffeine, mm-hmm. he's got the energy, the carbonation. I hate infinite runners myself. Yeah, this I don't like them, but Pepsi Man, I don't have the games. They're a little pricey, I think, mm. because people are like, "Wow, that's so weird." I want to get those, so uh, viewers from Japan, if you have Pepsi Man, please send me a copy of Pepsi Man on the PlayStation. Uh, they look really fun. I think I've played a little bit of the ROM at one point to try it because I was so curious. Mm. Yeah, I've watched a lot of videos of like long plays of the Pep- Pepsi Man games. Right. They look fun. I think they would break you of your hate really? for Infinite Runners because they're just so different. And they're silly, and they, they're not really infinite runners. They're right, just right. done in that style. They have okay. specific that's stages. That's good. That's good. That's good. Yeah, they have definite ends. Gotcha. There's a definite Well, that's way my biggest, one of my biggest gripes about go. infinite runners. Uh, speaking of sodies, sodi mm. pops, 7-Up. Mm-hmm. There were a couple of 7-Up-based games. Uh, cool Spot, where you played as the, yeah. the former mascot was Spot. basically Spot, which was a red circle. Yeah. With arms and legs. And, and sunglasses, too. Yeah, sungla- yes, had sunglasses. And there were some games based on Spot. I think uh, NES, maybe no, no, Super Nintendo and Genesis. I think he was really easy to confuse with a pepperoni. Yeah, I, I right, yeah. right. Yo, Noid, right back to it. Right. So Seven Up, those were platformers, and you were like usually on beaches and stuff, just hopping around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very yeah. basic. Uh, you know, there was an NES game and Super Nintendo and Genesis. So I got a couple games out of Seven Up. I was more of a sprite guy, honestly. You know, I like both Sprite and Seven Up. Do not like Sierra Mist, but again, that's a no, Pepsi product. No, Sierra Mist is. Uh, the garbage of the lemon lime mm. uh, factory. Yeah. Because <laughs> it's just one factory it makes. Yep. It's, wait, is Sprite is Coke? What mm-hmm. is 7 Up Pepsi? I think. Or is it its own no, thing? No, 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 no. Sierra Mist is Pepsi. Sierra, so what is 7 Up? 7 Up is its own thing. I think 7 Is 7 Up and Dr. Pepper the same company? I don't know. We're going to have to have a soda. I know. Uh, so, a soda pop uh, episode. Right, 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 right. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, a, pop, a pop episode for all pop our episode. Uh, Midwestern mm. followers. Yeah. That's Viewers. Right. It's not my fault that they say it wrong. <laughs> <laughs> soda, man. Soda. Soda. I think there's something quaint about pop. <laughs> but I'm, I'm Wait, a big hey, softy. What can I say? Well, you've won the viewers now. All that whole side. Is gonna, <laughs> we're splitting the nation: the Game Day fans and the Gerald fans, and then they're gonna have a big brawl, a big Smash Brothers <laughs> brawl. Uh, last ones I want to talk about are music, well, musician or rock group based okay. video games. So there were there's two I want to talk about. One of which I own, unfortunately for me. So it's sort of a rhythm based game. It's like a rhythm. That's not really a rhythm game. It's more of a first-person shooter, really, with CDs, is called Revolution X. Hmm. And this is a game featuring Aerosmith. Really? Yes, and you're helping them take down some, I think, evil organization or something, or maybe trying to get to the, trying to get to a concert or something. You're just, like, flinging CDs and killing people. Hmm. Revolution X, really bad. You know what? Oh, my gosh, that reminds me, not on my list. There was a computer game. I don't talk much about computer games. But there was an Aerosmith computer game 
Oh my goodness gracious. I would love to review this game. Oh, what was it called? So my brother got it. This is like 90s, early 90s, old PC. Old, it might have been 95. Maybe it was a Windows 98 PC. Mm-hmm. And it came with a blue sort of pick controller. Mm, really? Yeah. And it had, I think it was like a serial port plug. So you had to screw it into the back. It wasn't like USB. I mean, mm-hmm. this is before USB was right, like right, right, the right. go-to. It was still, everything was PS2 ports and serial ports. I think it plugged into the serial port because it wasn't the printer port. And you would hit your leg with Get this out. pick. And it would strum. So there wasn't like um, specific, you weren't hitting strings or anything right, specific. Right. And it was like a rhythm game where you were a kid in your garage and you were a big fan of Aerosmith. Mm-hmm. And you were basically an Aerosmith cover band. Wow. And it was this really cool, it had a point and click, classic like uh, Monkey Island style mm-hmm. um, graphics, cartoony graphics. It looked, I loved the graphic style. So we'd start in the garage. But the Aerosmith characters would occasionally show up, and they were just digitized. Yeah, yeah, yeah. FMV into the game, be like, "Hey, man, keep trying on that dude. Looks like a lady track. You'll get it." And then like would disappear, and you'd be like, "Yeah, uh, uh. right, right, right." And you would just hit with the rhythm of the the um, the track melody it would just show up on this like weird green sort of waveform. You right. Weird. Wow. I just I can't remember what the name of that. If you remember the name of that game, let me know because I got to hunt that down. That's a PC game I want to hunt down. I don't even know if, how playable that game would yeah. be. Yeah. And you would just go through these different, you would start playing at like biker bars and your garage band would get That's bigger and better. Cool. But you were strictly So an it was Aerosmith kind of like Rock band. band before Rock Band was a thing. Yeah. Yeah. It was super simplistic. And yeah, you were strictly a cover band. Wow. For, of Aerosmith. And you would get to the point, if you beat it, I made it to the end maybe once or twice, and you would uh, play with Aerosmith on stage uh-huh. at some concert. <laughs> so ridiculous. But the style of wow. it. Wow. Say what you will about liking Aerosmith's music. It was but, a really fun game. But here's the here's the thing. Like if if you were an Aerosmith fan, that'd be wow. That you is, would go nuts. Yeah. I mean, my my experience with Aerosmith is mostly from uh, watching Mrs. Doubtfire. Right. Do you think there's an emulator for that game? <laughs> that would be a tricky. I'm sure there's like a DOS box or something that emulates the old PCs uh, to play it, but with that controller, yeah. you gotta have that yeah. pick. Yeah, that's so, that's what that's kind of the gimmick. That's yeah. what makes it. So, can the emulation on PC recognize that controller? Mm. So you just get the pick mm-hmm. and then be able to play. But that's the thing. I mean, computers don't really have those ports anymore, right? So you have to have some maybe a serial converter to USB converter. Wow, man, get to work. Find it. Right? Find it for me, please. Wow, that is crazy. I wish I remember what it was called. I don't. I just don't know what it was called. Are there any licensed games that you would like to uh, chat about before we move into uh, the the real meat, the, the real meats. meat and potatoes of the of the episode? Man, we we've really. Uh, I know those are some like I, I was looking I, mostly I, at bad ones. Yeah, I mean, as far as like brainstorming different ideas, I would not have gone that far down the the, the rabbit hole. So when to speak. somebody asks something on Twitter or, or uses that hashtag, I go crazy. I yeah, no, no, at, no. I love it. That's that's yeah. fantastic. I was looking at some all, all sorts of crazy lists, but a, a lot of licensed games, what's interesting about the NES when it comes to those licensed games is a lot of them were based on, I've talked about this a little bit, it rated R movies. Mm. There's so many games based on rated R movies on the NES. Like there's a platoon game on right. NES. Right. Uh, all the RoboCops. Was there ever a Die Hard game? Yes. Yeah. There were several Die Hard games. There was a Die Hard on the NES, which uh-huh. was very hard, very difficult game. Like, there's a foot meter that, like, tracks your foot damage. Really? Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and then there's another series called Die Hard Trilogy, which are, like, these arcade beat em up games. Mm-hmm. Those are awesome. I have that on the PlayStation, the PlayStation huh. Port. We might have to check that out. Super fun. Love the Die Hard movies. Well, there have been comments about uh, you and I recently, actually, doing doing some sort of Let's Play series. I'm on board with that. I know. I Absolutely. Might have to, you know, if digitally distracted becomes too tricky, maybe we do some Let's Plays in the future. Right, there we go. It's a possibility. Yes, yeah, so there's been Die Hard games. Uh, there's a Dark Man game, which I reviewed on the channel. Love that game. Um, Terminator. Mm. Terminator games. That's an easy port. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's just, there's Alien. I think there was Aliens. Alien yeah. versus Predator. I know that was a game. Mm-hmm. For sure. Yeah, licensed games sort of go, I think, until... Licensed games went one way or the other. Back in the day, it was a great way to sell them. Right. Because once the kid got it, you're not going to return it. You weren't going to, you know, leave a bad review about it. You know, you weren't using the internet in the NES era, so you got to 
crappy licensed game, whatever. People didn't know licensed games were as bad as they were back right, then. Right, right, right. But it kind of transitioned, especially when you get to the PS3 era with Arkham Asylum. Mm. You know, the Batman licensed games have always been, you know, some of the best. Even the old NES Batman games are really good. Yeah. It's funny. Superheroes are a lot easier to translate into video games right. than, you know, Platoon. Yeah. Or uh, there was a Three Stooges game. <laughs> I remember that. I played that. <laughs> I do NES. remember that one. And it's basically just a compilation of uh, mini, like, mini games. Yeah, you're just like throwing pies at each other. And, yes, yeah. yes. There's one with like soup, I think. Like something with some weird soup. I don't know. That's funny. Yeah, I don't have the Three Stooges game, but I don't recall it being particularly good. No. Like you said, it was the mini games. Yeah, but that's the thing. That was already like way past its prime for a license. Oh my gosh. Anyway. Like, I didn't uh, grow you know, up with no. the Stooges. I was aware of the Three Stooges, but I don't think I ever watched the Three Stooges. I did. I usually watched them with my father. Oh, you're um, a little bit older than me, though. That's true. That's true. But even then, it was sort of on the obscure kind of times, mm -hmm. you know, dur yeah. during the day. They weren't, like, prime time. You like, know? when you were... What, what grade were you in when the NES came out? So you're thinking, like, 80... Oh, yeah, the 84 era, 85 era. I, okay, so 84, I was... Time to date Gerald. Six or seven. Okay, so you would have been the perfect kid for the NES. Yeah. So the NES would have been like, boom, I want this so bad. Right. Okay, see where I came a little bit later. So I could see the Stooges maybe, it was like maybe just on its last leg mm -hmm. for that area where you might have seen it. Like, I guess I would have, I was aware of like, I love Lucy and things like that. Right. But I think that was mostly because of, Programs like Nick at Night, where a lot of those older shows were being re-aired. Mm -hmm. But I don't remember ever coming across like the Stooges as a kid and, and watching like a full episode. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was a little older at that point. Yeah, I get you. A little bit, a little bit. Yeah, I can't think of any other like real specific licensed games that I want to talk about. I'm sure there's so many. Um, but the real question here from Star Wars Wedding, mm. you know, a name you'll never forget, right? was... Ideas for new original video games. Like if you were to make a video game, what I want to do is you come up with a game, I'll come up with a game, hmm. then maybe we'll take a break of some kind, and then we'll get into it a little bit deeper and talk about maybe why we'd make certain games and, and maybe what licensed games. You, you know what? Let's just go with that. Make it easier to start off with. Because okay. I said when it comes to making a game, usually you want to think of a property that you would translate into a game. Mm -hmm. So... If you were to make a licensed game, hmm. and you know, there's been so many, especially on the PC, that may have been made already into games, but for our own brain of what we know about games, mm -hmm. what would be a licensed property that you think would translate really well into a game? Or maybe wouldn't, but you'd want to see it anyway. You know, I was kind of hearkening back to when I was a kid, and I think the movie Three Amigos. The Three okay. Amigos. Well, Steve Martin. Yeah. Martin Short. Right. Chevy Chase. Yeah. Three Amigos, great movie. Mm -hmm. And I, it's, it's a comedy, not so much action, but I feel like it would translate well because you could have those levels. Yep. It would have to be a platforming mm -hmm. sort of action game. Mm -hmm. You know, you run around, you, you choose which character you want to be. Right. Maybe for each, every, maybe each level you get to pick which character, which mm -hmm. Amigo you are. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you just go through. It's almost like a, you could play kind of like Metal Slug. Right. Where, you know, it's side-scrolling and you're two, 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 a side-scrolling yep. shooter, a Contra-style yes. game. Yes. So three, that's that's what I envisioned. Wow, that would be. I'm sure somebody could make a hack of Contra that's based on three amigos. That would be awesome. The three amigos Contra style. <laughs> Dang, man, that is really good. So you're thinking retro style? Mm -hmm. That would be a retro style game. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. So while so while I'm giving mine, you try to think of a modern licensed hmm. title. Okay. So a retro licensed title. So this one. I mean, this one exists, but could have been done better. Okay, so on the NES, there's actually been two of these. So Beetlejuice, one of my favorite films of all time, for right. the movie tie-in route. So Beetlejuice, as far as I know, there were only two video games made. Most people only think of one, which was on the NES, the Beetlejuice game on the NES. But there was also a Game Boy Beetlejuice game. And it's based on the animated series that came after the Beetlejuice cartoon. Mm -hmm. And for those of you who don't know, Beetlejuice is the bad guy in the movies. Technically, well, the Dietzes are the bad. The, fam right. the family that moves in are the bad guys, but also Beetlejuice is the ultimate evil of that film. 
in the NES game, you play as Beetlejuice, and it's it's not it doesn't really follow the movie. No, at all. You're like squashing bugs, and you're mostly in the Nether Realm, Nether World. It's just this weird. I don't I don't understand the original Beetlejuice NES game. It's not a very good game. It's an LGN game, it's sort of a platformer, but it's it's a non-linear sort of platforming game. So you're going back and forth. It's not a left to right sort of situation. And then uh, the cartoon came around and sort of ignored the Maitlands, uh, which were the stars of Beetlejuice, really. They were the main characters, mm-hmm. uh, the Maitlands. And in the cartoon, the Maitlands aren't really, I don't even think they're referenced, but it's the Dietzes living in the house. Right. And li- the main characters are Lydia and Beetlejuice and their buddies, their friends. I love Jacques. Jacques. Yes, the skeleton character, Jacques. And uh, the little juice <laughs> and the little dog. What was the little dog? I don't remember the dog. It was like a little fluff creature thing. Anyway, I don't know if it was Jacques' dog or not. But Lydia and Beetlejuice went on adventures in the other realm mm-hmm. and hung out, and that was that was the show. I loved that show. Yeah, great show. Really good uh, voice for Beetlejuice. Obviously, they couldn't get Michael Keaton to do a cartoon, but it, the voice they chose was very good. And the Game Boy game is based on the cartoon. Mm-hmm. So it makes more sense. It's much better. I'm planning to review that game. Hmm. I recently picked up the manual for that game. It's weirdly, because that's a surprisingly hard game to find. Almost as bad as Sumo Fighter, which is a game that I've been trying to track down. And there's been success with that, but whew, save that for an actual video on the channel. Check that out. References, links. But a true Beetlejuice game. And I think the best way to do it is the way that, even though these are not considered good games, Nightmare on Elm Street, mm. the uh, Freddy Krueger video game on the NES, you play as the kids, and the enemy is Freddy. You're going after Freddy, trying to stay away from Freddy, not fall asleep, is you make a Beetlejuice game where you either play as Lydia, which I think would have been very progressive for the NES era if you play the main character is a girl. I think that'd be awesome. Mm-hmm. And you're in this sort of dark tale that isn't, you know, a girly video game. Mm-hmm. You're playing as Lydia, and your sort of goal is to help the Maitlands defeat Beetlejuice and also save the house. So it's like it could be this weird thing where, yeah, you're the daughter of these this uh, you know family, but you're also kind of going against them. I think that'd be a cool platforming game. Mm-hmm. Or the other option would be you play as the Maitlands. And uh, are trying to take your house back. So you go through, and each level, you'd be the Maitlands trying to scare the Dietzes. Right. And then in certain situations, you could maybe get a power-up that summons Beetlejuice. So Beetlejuice is sort of a background character, like he was in the movie. Because he wasn't in much of the movie, if you right. really right. break right. it down. Though, I don't know if it would sell as well if you're playing as the Maitlands. But I would like to play that game, and your ultimate final fight is against Beetlejuice. There could be a scene where... You know, Beetlejuice miniaturizes Adam, and he's in that little truck, and he's racing. Yeah, 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 a, yeah. There could be a racing level where you're racing through against in the miniature. That was a cool scene, yeah. Town, and then your, you know, your goal is to run him and in, run into his foot like he did mm-hmm. in the movie. Yep. Oh boy, Beetlejuice. That's I would like to see a new retro style Beetlejuice game. That'd yeah. be interesting because you know we might never get that Beetlejuice two that they always tease, but the rumors back again that Beetlejuice right. two is in the works. Crazy last thing. Okay. Just heard this news recently. Dan Aykroyd, mm-hmm. speaking of awesome movies, recently did an interview, and Ghostbusters got brought up. Hmm. And apparently, you heard it here first, probably not, folks. Dan Aykroyd said, a true Ghostbusters 3 sequel movie is in the works. I don't believe it. I don't either. Because he has said that since the 90s that he wants to make Ghostbusters 3. Originally, it was supposed to be Ghostbusters 3 in hell or something like that. Mm. And he said that there is, he can't reveal the name, but somebody is writing it. And he's like, because the biggest thing that kept them from making it was Bill Murray saying no. Mm. Otherwise, they would have already made it. Wow. Back in the day. Because Bill Murray's like, no, I didn't like Ghostbusters 2. I don't want to do it again. Mm -hmm. But he's like, like, I think Billy, because he always calls him Billy Murray. Mm. Yeah, he's like, I think Billy would be on board for this. And he's like, even if he was a ghost, because Bill Murray always said, he's like, I'll be in it if I'm a ghost, if I'm right, dead. Right, I don't know. Maybe they're going to, because the, the female Ghostbusters film is, they're not making a sequel. That's right. over. Right. So he's like, he's like, that is ended. He's like, I really like those girls. The movie came out. It wasn't quite what we wanted. And he's like, and that sort of, the, just, the budget was too outlandish and they couldn't possibly do a sequel. It didn't make enough money. He's like, but that doesn't mean that the door is closed on Ghostbusters 3. Right. 
I don't so know. It sounds It'd be like so hard without Egon. Egon has passed away. Like, right. How are you gonna do it? It sounds like he's sort of got a soft spot for the for the project. He and loves he'd like to see Ghostbusters. It. So that's kind of what it sounds like. It doesn't really sound Passion like it's, project. Yeah. But sometimes the best movies get made that way. That's true. Because he was talking about because a lot of people don't like Ghostbusters too. We've discussed this before. Mm-hmm. You know, when I said I would take Ghostbusters two on a, a deserted island, and mm-hmm. people were like, "What?" <laughs> yeah. I saw your comments. Uh, he loves Ghostbusters. He's like, he's like, I think it was a great movie. It's yeah. Just, you can't. It's just not as good as the first. That doesn't mean it's a bad movie. Right. Sorry, we're so off topic. Sounds like we need a game break. Okay, yes, a game break. Another fan mail game break. This I've been sitting on this one a while because, you know, we took a little bit of a, a hiatus mm-hmm. as, uh, you know, work and your work as well. Yes. Uh, you know, full-time jobs are serious business. I'm excited. This is a bit of a treat. Yeah, so this is from Mark, from Mark Rehack. I hope I said that right. Yeah, Mark thanks, Mark. Rehack, who messaged me to let me know this was on the way. So don't worry, Mark. I told you we'd get to it. It just took a little while. And it says, too digitally distracted. That's P.O. Box 1695, Dover, Delaware, 19903. That's where the P.O. Box is. Let's open this up. I've waited. This is a this is fresh, a fresh opening. Mm, you can smell it. So fresh. Could be anything. We've got oh, wow. a bag and a bag. One of those. I don't want to make sure there's nothing in there. A bag and a bag. I'm always paranoid like that, too. Whenever I get like a birthday card or Christmas card or anything, I always... Look inside the envelope, usually two or three times. Yes. Just to make sure. It can be worrisome. Whew. Mark knows how to pack a package. <laughs> oh, ooh. Now, we I will say, we talked briefly about what might... Oh, my. Oh, my. About what might be coming. And, uh... Some, we, got, we got a little Sony action, a little PlayStation. That happening. is exciting. Just some randoms happening. Oh boy! Right off the bat, we got. Oh! Look at that! Dying light. Mark. Dying light. Oh man, this seems. This seems like not something I want to play. I. Whew, <laughs> this would have been perfect for Halloween. Dad, gone it. Yeah. So for Halloween this year, I played Paranormal Activity: The Lost Soul in VR. That's what I did for the yeah. Halloween video this year, and it was horrific. Mm. See, Gerald doesn't watch my videos, so he hasn't seen it. But let it, me tell it, you. It popped up on my subscription. I just haven't seen it yet. He purposely didn't watch it when it popped up. I want to play this. It scared me. I want to play this dying light. There's our Let's Play right there. Ooh, wow. Before I continue, let me read, because there's a note. Oh! Hey, Game Dave Mark here. I just wanted to let you know how much I enjoy watching your content. You have one of the best gaming channels on YouTube. Oh, bless you. <laughs> I was going through some games I no longer need and would like a fellow gamer to have them. Please accept them as a thanks for all your great content. Keep up the good work and always remember to stay digitally distracted. Sincerely, Mark. P.S. I know a couple of the games are scary, but they do have RPG elements in them, and I think you will appreciate them for what they are. Thank you very much, Mark. I appreciate that. Um, hey, Dying Light. I'll, ta- I'll take it. P.S. 4. My current favorite console. Mm-hmm. We got some PS3 going on here. Ooh, Ooh, Dead Island Special Edition. I've always wanted to play the Dead Island games. I've heard they're really, really good. Hmm. Have you played these? I have not. I actually recently lost my PS3. So, you got give her work to do. Yeah. Get some work to do. I might yep. have an extra one lying around no. somewhere. Fight every day as if it was your last. The tropical island of Banois? Benoit? has been struck by a relentless zombie outbreak. You're caught in the midst of it. I've always wanted to play this. I think, yeah, Deep Silver. I'm pretty sure Square has the rights to these games because I see these, Mm. the Dead Island series, show up a lot on the Square Enix or Enix store. Mm -hmm. Thrilling story-based four-player co-op. Might need to get some network action going on. Nice. Love the co-op games. Next up. Oh, I have been waiting. I have not picked this up. Grand Theft Auto V, which is considered wow. amazing. I've not played Grand Theft Auto V. The last one I played was 4. I played a little bit of Grand Theft Auto 4. But prior to that, prior to that, I played all of the Grand Theft Auto games. So it would be good to add 5 to the collection. Well, thank you, Mark. Grand Theft Auto V, of course. Very generous, Mark. I know most people play Grand Theft Auto V online is the, is the go-to way to play. Ooh, we got a little Japanese happening here. Oh. What is 
this. This appears to be a collection of arcade games. 80s arcade games. Konami. So this looks, yeah, 80s arcade gallery by Konami. Variety game. Variety game, it says there. The Konami's 80s arcade gallery. So this is just a collection of 80s arcade games. Can you see what we have Japanese in there? Japanese-specific. Yeah, let me just read that real quick. Let me just Google Translate for mm-hmm. you. I can't tell. It's where you could use Google Glass, right? Just Yes, that's what I need to do. That is what it looked like. Yeah, Konami 80s Arcade Gallery. That's awesome. And I have a Japanese PlayStation 1, so I can try that. How awesome. That's you know, exciting. I, I love the imports. That's good. That's some good, some good condition. You, sir, Mark, are look at that. Mm. Brand new. You are a gentleman and a scholar. These games are in great condition. You keep them the way I keep mine. And the last game. What? Dri- of course, Driver. You know, oh, it's a classic, but right. What kind of version of Driver is this? I actually don't have the original Driver. I have Driver 2 hmm. for the original PlayStation. But what, from the creators of Destruction Derby 1 and 2, you are the wheel man. I'm surprised and disappointed that this game is not on the PlayStation Classic that's hmm. going to be coming out soon. Driver or Driver 2 would have made so much sense on the PlayStation Classic, but don't get me started. Not for resale, so this must have been some weird release. of. I mean, it's still sealed. Which means I can't, I can never open it now. How did you get this? Is this some special release version of the original driver? Because it's obviously not in the uh, PlayStation case that you would expect. Right. I did not know. What a treat. That driver was released in such a way. What a unique release. Thank you, Mark. That's awesome. Very cool. Now, but I can't, I still got to get a copy of driver because I can't open that. Right. I can't ruin, ruin it. Because at first I was like, oh, maybe it's a demo disc, but it doesn't appear to be. No, no, no. A demo like disc. It's the full game. Yeah. Just not for resale down there. So right? there's been some special giveaway or box set where it was included. Mm-hmm. Perhaps. Crazy. Well, thank you so much, Mark. And uh, thanks for joining us on this Game Break fan mail unboxing. So we left off talking about games that we would want to see. Of course, you mentioned a sort of uh, run-and-gun shooter platformer. Mm. Based on the three amigos, if you had a retro game, mine mm-hmm. would be a proper Beetlejuice NES era game that either follows Lydia or the Maitlands as the main characters. Mm. I think it would be really cool, though, to have one with the Maitlands and each level, like I said, is the Maitlands trying to scare the Dietzes in some way. So some sort of scare setup. Right. Like you recreate the table scene and you're manipulating the, the Dietzes in some way. I think that would be pretty cool. Right. But modern. If you were to create a modern game then when we say modern what's it what's the time frame what's the release let's say uh ps3 on sort of mm. era so a newer newer style game it could be licensed if it's easier for you to think of a licensed game what would you think would be good oh, and then we'll get into some non-licensed ideas next to finish out the show today yeah see that's that's a tough call man um yeah off the top of my head <laughs> originally i was thinking of the movie hudson hawk have you ever seen that bruce willis yes there is a hudson hawk game is there yes <laughs> on the nes i believe wow i'm pretty sure there's an nes hudson hawk See, game when i that but that's just my ridiculous like why would he know that yeah knowledge? yeah yeah See, i was too young <laughs> I, I appreciated that movie well when it was you know after released because mm. i was too young to appreciate it you know at its time it's a very odd Oh, Bruce. Oh, I, Bruce. I love that movie. I think he wrote that movie, didn't he? Did he write it or direct it, maybe? I thought he wrote it. I could be wrong. Don't quote me on that. I loved that movie because it was it was, it was was just out there enough for me. A little fourth wall breaking. Man, it was, it was a great musical, movie. Musical number. Yeah. <laughs> I, I saw that first, I think, uh, one of the many times that Comedy Central would rerun it. Mm. They would show it. Pretty sure that's the first time I saw Hudson Hawk. I was like, what is this movie? Yeah. He had that little tough, he had the blonde tough yep. of hair still before he went the full, the full shave, full razor in it. Right. He was still clinging. Clinging. And I, clinging. I believe me, I can appreciate. <laughs> <laughs> I understand. I can appreciate that. Well, he hung on to it as long yeah. as he could, and then just, I get it. I, I understand the struggle. I love that your go-to idea for a modern video game would be based on Hudson Hawk 
<laughs> it's like oh a modern a modern game ps3 ps4 uh def hudson hawk <laughs> talk about obscure hudson right hawk licensing. <laughs> how would that even play like what would that be like an open world like a gta style oh, man, game right hudson yeah hawk? well of course you have your you have your missions because he was of course blackmailed into thievery right so i could see it being more sandboxy mm-hmm. you know uh, but maybe like a kind of uh, assassin's creed type type game okay you know where you're 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 breaking into different places and doing sort of non-lethal attacks to take down guards and things yeah i could see that yeah i would like to see a new jackie chan video game Mm. like a modern because the last jackie chan video games we got well the last one we technically got was the well the zavix port but before that well it was probably around the same time the PS2 game, which was only released in Europe, and it was based on the cartoon show, the Jackie Chan Adventure Show, which, mm. meh, I, I think it'd be really cool to have a modern, and Jackie Chan would be totally up for it, because he does, he'll do anything. Mm-hmm. So if somebody reached out to him for his license and was like, hey, can we do, let's do a Jackie Chan video game, they really should do what they did on the PlayStation, which was uh, Jackie Chan Stuntmaster, which was a beat-em-up style game starring Jackie Chan as Jackie Chan... And it would play it out just like Rumble in the Bronx or mm-hmm. any of those uh, Jackie Chan action movies from the 90s. I think it would be really cool to revisit that and do a modern take, beat em up. Even if it was like an indie title or something like kickstarted title, I would totally, I would kickstart the crap out of a Jackie Chan modern beat em up game that sort of had a throughput of the movies in some way. That would be awesome. But uh, that just popped in my head. I do like the modern beat em ups. I think there's not that many, though. If I really think about like current 3D beat 'em ups, if there are beat 'em ups, they usually are indie titles mm-hmm. as they come out. Because the Streets of Rage game, there's new Streets of Rage coming mm. out, but that's done in uh, I think the 2D style, as far as I've seen. Yeah, but I'd like to see a, a nice beat 'em up. What would be? Let's get off the license tick for a little bit. Okay. And let's think. So, as a kid, if you were a kid again, think about where you would be back in that that old school era. What game would you want as a kid? Mm. What kind of game, what would be your perfect game as a kid if you were to make one, an original Man. idea for a game? You know, Sucker for the RPGs, mm-hmm. you know? Where even early on your in your first game experiences, you liked and appreciated RPGs? You know, I, I'm thinking I'm thinking more like high school. Okay. Early, early, early days, I was into the platformers, mm-hmm. you yes. know? As a kid, it was... I hadn't experienced an RPG early on. I mean, the first RPG I played was likely Final Fantasy, the original Final Fantasy, because that was one of the earliest games I got. And I don't even know where I got it. It was probably a Mm hand-me-down or was purchased in some lot of other games when I first played Final Fantasy. And I was like, wow, I really like this. And Mm -hmm. I never beat it as a kid. And yeah, so I was pretty early into the RPG genre and if I were to make a game, it would definitely be an RPG. The mm-hmm. problem is, it'd be the same situation I got into when I picked up RPG Maker on the PlayStation, which we talked about. Yes. Where you made your own RPGs. I would do the same thing I did back then, probably, is I would just take all of my favorite elements from games I've already played right. and just steal them and yeah. just make my own perfect game. So I'd have all the classes from Final Fantasy would exist. So I'd end up having black mages, boom, got the right shirt on for that, got my right. black mage shirt on. Right. And it, it would just be that. But it would probably be focused on magic, you know, for sure, that medieval fantasy style. Talking about this, I'm going off track a little bit here, but, you know, I really enjoyed uh, Until Dawn. Really enjoyed that. So a horror game. Yeah, but but more so the like the, the storytelling, you know, kind of the, the quick button, quick actions in order to progress through the levels, you know. Hmm. So you I, like quick time events? In I, games? what I like. How does, how does a, an Until Dawn quick time event play out? Because obviously I haven't played Until Dawn because oh my gosh, of the fright. So, so is it like, oh, press X really quickly or is it right, that Right, because kind of you're, you're like being pursued or you're chasing something. And sometimes quick and time events show up. Exactly. Okay. Um, so and and there is some element of you've got like a level and you're exploring the room and you're trying to collect um, weapons or things of that nature. But what I love, what I really love about that game is 
the storytelling and the characters, the actors, they did such a good job of um, capturing the emotions and the emotions of the actors. So there are characters, at least for me, that I, I really despise. There's characters that I really like and pull for. And I found that there are characters that initially I didn't like. And then as the story progressed, I grew to like them. And there's, of course, you have the alternate endings or the character deaths and things like that. I love, 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 love those games. I would love to see more Until Dawn type games out there. So a heavily story focused yes. horror. It wouldn't necessarily genre have game. to be horror. I, I do enjoy horror, which is a new I've n- never been a horror fan. That's only been probably the last five years or so. It's so weird, like the transit to never yeah, be, and then suddenly never. into and now I'm horror games. All about it. I love it. I love it. I love it. Ooh. Usually it's more the suspense or psychological horror, not so much the gore. Um, Sounds like next Halloween we need to have a live stream where I watch you play a horror game. Yeah. Because in VR. Recently, um, the movie came out. Well, not recently. I guess it was, oh, gee, a couple years ago. It was, I think it was a Kickstarter campaign. Um, Anyway, it's called The Void. Sure, you guys know about it. Really enjoyed that movie. Um, Hmm. Yeah, yeah, really enjoyed it. You know, so so something like that, where um, there's some mystery, you're trying to figure out what's going on, you're collecting clues and kind of to put the, you know, the, the pieces of the puzzle together. There's some elements that you don't really know who the antagonist is. Um, and again, I'm, I'm saying these things in case I don't give any spoilers if no one has played until dawn. Um, really probably won't. Play oh, until man, dawn. I. It'd be fun to watch you at least the first couple levels play, play Ooh, through that. Tough. It'd be tough. A lot easier because it's not VR. Yeah. If it was VR, I'd be. I'd, mm, nope. Yeah. Nope. Paranormal Activity. I lasted quite a while for that Halloween video. Um, I think the episode, the cut episode, was like twenty-seven minutes uh-huh. before I ripped the headset off and was done. Uh huh. But I probably played for like 46 minutes. I cut a lot out of me just being like, I, nope, I don't want to move. I don't want to move into that room. <laughs> there was, so, yeah, so what was that game we played in VR where it was, uh, we were in the dungeon? Oh my gosh, it was such a cheesy, it like cheap indie. so cheesy, pixelated. And even that, I was just like, ah, I feel you like something You were struggling, like, man. Because just the idea that something could pop out. It's that that buildup I hate. The anticipation of a jump scare yeah. is what makes... Uh, horror games impossible for me to play yeah with horror games that's what kills it for me it's just that they all have jump scares i don't know if there are a lot of horror games that strictly rely on just the building of dread Mm. and atmosphere Mm because it's just so easy to just throw in some jump scares even the ones that do it really well i mean they've got jumps i'm sure until dawn is full of them you know, not as many as you'd think. No. So it, it tries to focus more on just the actual horror yeah. atmosphere. Yeah. Yep. Mm. Yep. Rough. Yeah. So that, that would never be my perfect game. I would never make a horror game. Actually, that'd be the best thing if I made the horror game because I would know everything that was going to happen. So mm-hmm. I wouldn't be as frightened. Well, look, I'll give you an example, too, of Until Dawn. Basically, uh, your character is talking to a psychologist uh, as as sort of kind of this, which I've seen from watching others play yeah. Russian Blood, yeah, because I've not actually played it myself. And I forget the the name of the actor who plays the psychologist, but I love his work so much. Just like listening to him recite the lines, there's something about his voice, and they captured, uh, you know, his expressions so well. That even just that scene where you know nothing scary is going to happen, you know, but it's, it's it's so enjoyable just to sort of interact with him and, and watch him perform. That's my thing. I would never believe that nothing scary is going to happen. I never, oh, nothing scary is going to happen. I can get comfortable now. I don't think I would ever feel comfortable. Yeah, yeah. So so in these in these scenes, um, and and you may not get you may always sort of be paranoid, but I'd say most people kind of get a sense that okay. This is sort of a lull in the suspense or, you know. Maybe if I played more horror games, I would yeah. know when to pick up on those cues to right, know. Right, right. But, whew. So, 
man, so enjoyable to watch those performances. Mm, interesting. So you would really, so you'd probably like L.A. Noir. You know, that's a good question. I think I haven't played that, but I think I might. I recently, thanks to Black Friday, finally picked up the PS4 re-release, mm-hmm. um, which is you know supposedly pretty high quality, and that was all. Because they did all that motion capture from actual actors, mm-hmm. so the story, I'm sure, be pretty slick. The the thing is, is I'm not a huge Detective? fan of like the 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 police dramas, the procedurals. Yeah, I'm not a huge fan of that. Um, so I never really kind of gave L.A. Noir the time of day, pun intended. Hmm. Um, so maybe, maybe, or or maybe I'll check it out here first level or two and if i like it pick it up myself yeah i know that the on the not on psvr but htc vive there is a like la noir vr fo- case files where hmm. you actually play in vr which would be probably similar that to would the, be that would be cool because if you're in the room yeah kind of looking for clues and things that could be cool because that's your thing that's what you're doing in most of those survival horror games yeah too. Um, it's usually not just get weapons and kill things yeah. a lot of times most PSVR horror games, it is you're in a house and you're trying to solve something. Yeah, it's very rarely oh I'm going through and and I got to shoot and kill all the things. Mm-hmm. That's probably what I would be able to handle more. But it's the puzzle solving, so I'm focused on something else when when other creatures right. or whatever could appear right. and irritate me and scare me while I'm trying to solve this puzzle. I got to get back on the VR train. You know, I was I was really building up my tolerance guy, to that. This guy. Just to kind of touch base with those viewers who kind of asked how he was doing a long while back. I think episode 20 we'll do a, a callback and see Man, see where we're at. With that'll VR. be good. I was really building up my tolerance to that. Um, haven't played in a while. Mm. Life issues. Um, but fortunately, they keep on releasing games for it. There's, There's some so many from games. first person shooters that I'm very excited about. Firewall is apparently yes. very good. Well, first Bravo team is what I was looking for, yes. and then Firewall was was Firewall released. is like the go to online game. Wait to play it. Yeah. Can't wait. Yeah, I have it. I haven't played it, but I have it. Yeah, because <laughs> Beat Saber came out last week, and whoops! That, <laughs> woo, my, I'm very. I've been so, waiting and waiting and waiting. I mentioned it even on the show. Yeah, before we started filming today, Dave's you know stretching his arms out. I'm like, hey man, how's you've been the, working uh, out? You've, you've been, been working. Out? You've been working. You keep working out. Still, how's that going? He's like, nope. <laughs> Beat Saber. It's all Beat Saber. It's crazy. I like. I knew I'd get a little sore. And I've read stories about Beat Saber and how people are like losing tons of weight just playing Beat Saber. That's every pretty day, cool. Which is awesome. I mean, I'm not super. I'm not trying to really lose a lot of weight. I mean, I've got a gut that I hide very well. Other than that, I'm okay. But it's. I mean, my arms from wrist to shoulder, my back is sore. My legs are a little sore because you have to dodge gotcha. walls. Um, and initially, I st- stood fairly straight up when I would play. And then over time, I noticed I had this sort of like almost horse stance, like this wide stance. Yeah. So I could like lean yeah. easily. Yeah. It would, even just doing that, I can feel it. Oh, my... wow. Woo, Beat Saber, amazing. <laughs> and I was like, you know what? Because I mentioned on the podcast before slash uh, video series of Digitally Distracted that I had spoken with the creator and developer and programmer of Beat Saber before it really blew up. Mm-hmm. I remember you telling me about that. Man, I was in talks, and at the time, it was only planned for Vive, and they were hoping to do PSVR in the future. And I said, well, I do have a Vive. I would hope to do PSVR, but you know, if you get something, let me know. I'd love to take an early look at it and share it with people because I was so excited about it as a Dance Dance Revolution fanatic back in the right, day. Right, right. This is like the first time I've been super excited for another rhythm game. I love rhythm games. So if I was going to create a game, it would definitely be a rhythm game. I think if I was to make one that wasn't story-driven or an RPG, I would make some sort of rhythm game. Mm-hmm. But I mean, with Beat Saber, this, I mean, how can you top that? But I was like, you know what? I'm not even going to try to message the guy because I'm sure he gets f- destroyed. So I just bought it myself. Right. Bought it myself. So yeah, you know for real, I'm not influenced by any any of the uh, business people behind Beat Saber because I bought the game myself and it is amazing. Only complaint, like I said, the PSVR version, there's not enough music. I want more music so I can keep playing and not get tired of the same songs. Right. But the music is super great. The original stuff for Beat Saber is amazing. But I'm going to have to eventually transition into the PC version on Vive just because people have made stages based on really any song at this point. Mm. Like I was just telling Gerald earlier today, there was I was watching somebody play Ghostbusters, which, oh my gosh, I got I got to play that. 
I gotta play Ghostbusters on it. I'm I'm hoping they add DLC packs to download more music down the road. I don't right. know if they're gonna get big enough to license out legitimate, you know, popular artists or not. I don't know. Right. But I'd be all over an eighties Beat Saber pack. Right. Eighties music Beat Saber pack. Get on it. So I think that would be my perfect video game as an adult. Because if I were to make an RPG for adult game Dave, I mean, I don't know when I would play it. It is so hard to find time to play RPGs. I've right. been I've been slugging. I've been a slug moving through Octopath Traveler. Which and you I, love that I game. I love Octopath Traveler, but the time to play an RPG, especially when I'm working, right. back teaching, it's insane. But Beat Saber is literally something I can get up in the morning, come down and play for a half an hour and mm -hmm. get something out of it. You know who I miss? Hmm. I miss Henrietta Rainspring. <laughs> little little nod to you, Leo. Um, Garietta. Garietta. That's Garietta. what it was. Oh my yes. gosh. Yeah, I'll get back to. Uh, I spoke with Leo recently. We would love to get back into the Twitch live streams and uh, play some more Neverwinter Nights in the future. My, my favorite. Hopefully on uh, these holiday vacations are coming yeah, up. So I'm my, hoping to do that. My favorite is when Leo would would read whatever. Whatever Garietta was actually saying in the game. Oh, yes, yeah, <laughs> like because his intelligence was like eight. Yeah, Garietta had a very low <laughs> intelligence, so could <laughs> barely pull out proper speech. So it'd be like, Me think murder you for food. Like, so, so funny. Great. Yeah, Leah. Yeah, so Leo, funny. Leo and I had a chance to catch up recently. He's been he's been doing well. We gotta we gotta get back to yeah. it. Yeah. So maybe we'll do some uh, some holiday. Uh, you know, as Christmas break comes around, do some holiday streams, um, plan out like a week of holiday streams or something. Bring mm -hmm. it back, do some random. Yeah, games. that'd be a good time. Yeah, that'd be something for sure. Oh man, so uh, you know what? We gotta we gotta call it there. We gotta call it there. Man, yeah, what a fun uh, reunion episode. Even though for you it doesn't seem like it's been that long, but because <laughs> the last episode I put out a couple weeks ago. Yeah, for us it's been a very long time. Yes, yes, we've been very busy. Uh, you've been moving. Mm -hmm. Gerald went through a move. I went through transitions at work. So it's just been crazy. But we are uh, digitally distracted. Is not dead. We will uh, keep it going, even if there's more of a gap in between episodes. That's expected, you know, until we get back into a sort of a summer routine mm -hmm. and take it from there as the show continues to grow and progress. But we want to thank you so much for hanging out with us today. If you want to see your topic or questions on the show, we're going to read one right now. What am I doing? This is, I'm so out of it. <laughs> the Q&A. I have a question. I have a question. We're going to read the question. Okay. And then I'm going to continue to tell you about how you can get your question on the show. So this one's from Gaming with Spoons. At Tonberry King 128. Tonberry King. I love Tonberries from Final Fantasy. Hashtag digitally distracted. What RPG franchises would you love to see revived? So this is pretty good because we're talking about yeah. creating games or licensing games or yeah. new games. What RPG franchise would you like to see revived? For me, you already know the answer. If you know me and have been following my channel for any amount of time, Suikoden. Bring it back. Suikoden 6. A true sequel game mm -hmm. will konami do it i don't know konami seems to be coming back and uh i was shared on twitter with somebody shared to me on twitter that uh konami has reopened the japanese sites for suikoden hmm, hmm. interesting so either Konami is going to do an amazing thing and re-release them maybe do some hd remasters mm. or they're planning to bring back the series. I don't know, but that's my dream. Any mm -hmm. RPG series you'd like to see revived before we close out today? You know, I'm, I'm, I'm hesitant to uh, to talk about this because I had a friend uh, of mine uh, who started watching the show recently, mm -hmm. and uh, she's like, "Wow, you really like Witcher Three, don't you?" <laughs> she's like, "That's the only game I ever hear you talk about." So Dang. apparently. I talk about that a lot. Witcher 4, which is not really a revival. I mean, yeah, no, 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 no. no. Well, my exists. point is, is of course, they're, they're working on their next project, which I'm, I'm very excited about, and I want them to focus on... What, the that, movie? The cyberpunk. Oh, that. Yeah. I thought you were going to say the Witcher movie. No, no, no. Well, Starring Superman. Right. Well, that's, yeah, that's the... Uh, I think that's a series, isn't it? Is it? That, yeah. Oh, that's right. Netflix, Netflix series. Netflix, yeah. Listen, I want... This is a whole other can of worms. Whew. So I, I'll just be very brief with this. Want, obviously, the, the series to be very successful... I'm a little nervous about that casting choice. 
Why? Because he dropped the ball so many times and other things. Yeah, he's I'm, an odd. He's an odd guy. I don't know. I don't know if I trust I him. I just yeah. I'm I'm with you. I much rather would have seen like a no name actor, you know, um, who's who's hungry for, you know, a good role, um, and he's going to be reliable and dependable and sort of just knock yeah, out. Yeah, sort of part. weird. Like he seems like he was trying to be this big movie star and he's moving into a Netflix series. Yeah, I just no offense to Netflix. There's great stuff, but it does. There's just that general thing of Netflix is basically the new version of television. Right. So it is kind of like moving from big blockbuster pictures to a TV style. It just it makes show. me really nervous. And like yeah. I, 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 I wish them the best. I want the show to be as successful. Good luck, like Henry. Wildly successful. But I am nervous. Well, with my zero knowledge of Witcher, I wish you the best. <laughs> <laughs> Never played a Witcher game. See, they seem a little too ronk, ronk, raunchy. Raunchous? Raucous? Raucous? What's the word I was looking for? I'm not sure. They seem raunchy. They seem very raunchy. Those no, guys. they're not. No? no? Really? No. They're, they're not, not intense? Okay. They're just immorated. I mean, they're intense, but they're not raunchy. Okay. Not even on, like, the God of War level? Because wasn't uh, there, like, some scenes yeah, in God well, of War? There, with there, some, uh, there are some scenes. There are some scenes. A little how do you do? A little hank to yep. the pank? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Okay, so that does exist. In that the, they do exist. You know, they do exist. Okay. I don't want to go too deep into that. No, but, no, uh, no. I mean, it's for a mature yes. audience. So if you have some games that you want Gerald to start playing so he doesn't just <laughs> play Witcher 3, let us know. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> we'll share those with you. <laughs> and if you want to leave a comment on the YouTube video or the podcast version of the show with your questions for future Q&As and also topics, because, look, that was just a Q&A question probably that became its own episode. And quite a good one, I, I would mm -hmm. say. And I think even our next episode is going to be a similar situation. Right. So... You can also send us to uh, some items out, if you would like, for us to open on the show. That's Digitally Distracted, P.O. Box 1695, Dover, Delaware, 19903. I'm Game Dave. I'm Gerald. Thanks for getting Digitally Distracted with us.